Anyway, let's move, let's move to our next guest on FT Live right now. Joining us from the Detroit Tigers, Kerry Carpenter, off to an awesome start with Detroit. Kerry, great to see you. Great smile. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing well. I appreciate you guys having me on. This is really cool. Hey, welcome to the jungle here. So uh, first off, uh, tell me, like, I know your story, and we'll get into it, is, is wild and really cool, um, especially what you had to do to get to this point and some of the odd jobs and stuff that you were picking up before you got to this point. But do you have, do you have like one time right now where you've had this pinch me moment, whether it was like just, just being on the field or talking to someone or an actual, you know, home run that you hit where you're like, holy shit, I'm in the bigs doing this right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually recently, um, I hit a home run off a sale in Boston on a Friday night, I think it was. And, uh, and we had like a pitching change a couple of innings later and, I like went to center field and Riley and I think Matt Veerling were there and I'm like, we were just talking and they mentioned something I'm like, dude, I can't even believe I just did that. Like in Fenway, like off a of sale, like I, I never even dreamed of like playing at Fenway, honestly, like maybe never even thought I could do it and, and it happened. So it was, it was pretty special. That's awesome. Yeah. It's Homer off sale. Not a lot of lefties can say they homered off Chris sale. <laughs> no, it was a blessing. I mean, he's, and then he probably then he threw the next one like a hundred because he gets so pissed when dudes hit home. Does he? Home. Oh, <laughs> so pissed off. there for that one. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Gary, you know, we just had, were you at Eustace with Brady Singer? I was. He was a senior when I was a junior, so we got to play together for one year. Okay. All right. Was he just the stud or were you the stud on those Eustace teams? Oh, no, no, no. He was the stud. He was the, I think he ended up going second round that year out of high school and, and didn't take it. But man, he just punched the world went, uh, okay. in our district and stuff. Have you, fa- have you faced him And yet? Eustace, by the way, side note, because this, our audience is international and they're like, what the hell is Eustace? Right. Eustace, Florida. It's I know, Orlando. but you can't just be like, oh, Eustace. Like now people are like, is this a college that I don't know about? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a high school. Okay, well, I'm Little just saying. Town outside of Orlando. My job is you to live in fill Orlando in. Now. You're supposed to know these no, 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 no. I know. I'm saying my job is to fill in the rest <laughs> okay. of the world that's not paying attention. Okay. So now they know. Have you faced Brady Singer yet? I have. I faced him one time last year. He punched me twice. He walked me and then punched my ticket twice. And then I actually I, I got him this year. I hit a double off him this year, and then and then he got he got me to ground out a couple times. But I love those matchups whenever we get to face each other. Any trash talking? No, honestly, not really. It's like, it's some respect. I'm not a, like a huge trash talker anyway, so I, I more just enjoy it. Did he haze you when you were in high school? No, no, he's, I think he's too nice to do that. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, let's go, well, let's go over the, the side jobs. So give oh, okay. everyone out there, because and I'm sure you've been asked this, but it'll probably be kicked around differently with our crew. Give everyone mm-hmm. out there the backstory of what kind of, odd jobs that you picked up and this goes back to high school right it goes back to high school yeah so my first job I think it was my junior year of high school I was I don't know I was probably eating out a lot or something and my mom was just like if you're gonna spend money you gotta get a job and I like it was a a girlfriend too and she's like if you're gonna spend money on her it's not gonna be my money and so I, I got a job I was like bagging groceries at Publix uh, in Eustace. And then like, I was like a math tutor for a buddy. I, uh, did some like power washing at like a local, uh, storage, like self storage facility. 
Um, and then after I got drafted, I got a job at Dick's Sporting Goods, worked in the team sports section there. Uh, and then the next off season, got a job at a golf course, washing golf carts, cleaning golf carts, and uh, picking range balls out of the lake that everybody hit them in. So that's kind of the extent of it, but kind of anything and anywhere I could, I could find work uh, in the off season, I uh, took advantage of that. Yeah, because now you're in the show, you don't have to work. Just like the other two guys on this show, Todd and AJ, they were high picks. They were big time. They never had to get jobs once they got drafted. I understand what it's like being a low pick, not getting all that cheese. Is that kind of what pushed you, though, too? Like, I always tell people, like, if I didn't have to work in the minor leagues, if I had a signing bonus, like, that extra push helped me. Because I was like, man, I don't want to do construction. I I did construction and stuff. Did that stuff yeah. push you? Like, man, I don't want to work there forever. I think it definitely pushed me a little bit. I always have a chip on my shoulder. Like, for the longest time, I've had a chip on my shoulder anyways. So I think that kind of just played into it. Like, man, everybody else is, is only has to work out. They only go hit, and they only do whatever they need to do for baseball. And I do all that, and then I go to a golf course and work. So um, it definitely, it definitely, like, lights a fire under me. What would you uh, what would you tell a young kid now, you know, if they're doing the same kind of things you're doing? Like, hey, man, you want to be a baseball player? What advice would you give to a younger kid that that's working his butt off who thinks they got a good chance of making it, man? Because, you know, this is a great story. This is awesome how hard you've worked to get there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just like the fact that you always have a chance. And, and there's obviously a little bit more of a chance if you – get more money in the draft or, or are a higher pick, but there's always a chance, like go and make noise, like have fun. Um, because like what, what I had to do is I had to go basically like hit homers and, uh, and that's how I had to make noise to make it to the big leagues and, uh, hitting homers is my favorite thing to do on a baseball field. So I honestly just wanted to go have fun and, and, uh, enjoy while I was doing it. Dingers. Everybody loves dingers. I kind of exactly. I talked to AJ Hinch about you a little bit earlier. He mm-hmm. thinks you're awesome. He said you have really nice hair. So that was his <laughs> only scouting report he could give to me. At what point did you I'll feel like it. you were like, I might be in the big leagues? Because you you really didn't do well your second year in the minor leagues, but then your third mm-hmm. year you absolutely went smashy roads. Right. So yeah, I did okay. Like nothing special at all in double a in 2021 and one of my buddies um he basically told me my swing wasn't great and that like if i wanted to like play in the big leagues he's like i got i got a guy like you you should go at least try it and hit with him and i did end up going hitting with him um and that's what changed my career last year is is the the swing change kind of clicked for me and early May of 2022. And, uh, and so that's kind of like how it, how it happened. I, I have more quickness to the ball. Like I make better contact and that's kind of what changed is the quickness that I have, the ability to read pitches. Now I can let the ball travel more. I'm, I'm big into letting the ball travel more. That's kind of the biggest thing I can hit fastballs off speed, um, when, when it's right. And so, I just have to get it right every day. And that's kind of what, what happened last year. That was the difference between the year before and then like now. 
who's this guy? Is he, is he like, is it secret? You can't tell anybody else? Uh, like my hitting coach or the guy who told me my swing wasn't very good? Both. Because he's a true <laughs> so, friend. So the, the, my friend who told me my swing wasn't very good is a guy named Jacob Robson. We're, we're really good friends now. And, um, and then the, the hitting coach, is, he goes by teacher man, Richard Skang. And so Judge is basically the, the poster child for him. And uh, like that's, that's the swing change that worked for me. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Trust me, he, he brags about it on Twitter. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. So, teacher like, man guy. Teacher man guy. Yeah, no, yeah. Teacher man guy, Brad. Oh, dude. And don't ever yeah. question teacher man guy, whatever his real name is. I don't care. But is that his Twitter? It's something like that. But don't ever question because then like he's that. like 700 trolls come after you. Like, really? you were very good at baseball. And I'm like, I'm better than you, dude. He has trolls that <laughs> oh, came after Oh, he's got all these dudes. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yep. He, he knows, dude. Kerry knows, bro. Do not mess yeah. with teacher man. No, I don't, I don't have He's a... got some dude. I don't know what teacher's man handle is, but he's got like mm. some dude with like all these letters after his name and he'll just, he just won't stop firing stuff at you. He was telling you stuff. Mm. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, yeah, he, I don't have a Twitter, but people usually inform me of the things that, that goes on on Twitter revolving. <laughs> so I try to stay out of it. You're, you're not missing much. No. Yeah, no. you're you're better off. Also, I, yes, I'm always confused, like w- what the line is, because it, whether it's burner accounts from people or just other humans in general, like you weren't good at baseball, so like 2,000 plus hits, like catching, like winning a World Series. Like <laughs> what what is the line for the, for okay. humans that yeah, are allowed okay. to speak about the game? Before Todd right. before Todd jumps in here, it all started when I said to Judge. Yeah. We talked about Volpe. Yeah. And we said mm-hmm. that Volpe and Judge can't hit the same, and then. This teacher man guy who's a little buddy. I don't know if it's maybe might be the same person. I don't know. It was like, yeah. what do you mean they can't all hit the same? Everyone can has the same swing and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, I'm just just look saying <laughs> judge is six foot seven and Volpe's not. Like fine. Yeah. Also, every swing is very not the convicted. Same. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I'm glad he believes in his own stuff. Mm-hmm. But we all also learn from different Everyone kind of teaches the same thing, but everyone learns from different cues. And I think Kerry said, mm-hmm. this is the guy that said the thing that unlocked what he had. Mm-hmm. Right. So everybody learns differently. Todd learned differently than I did. Kratz learned from different things. It's all the same at the end of the day. It's just different verbiage mm-hmm. and different drills and different feels mm-hmm. and whatever. Dude, whoever you got to find and great for Kerry that he found this guy. Right. Because now he's look what he's done. But there. everyone's different. It, yes, it's different ways to get you to the spot you need to be. And, exactly. you know, that guy is pretty funny, Adrian. I think it's hysterical. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But let's move on. <laughs> I want to ask you a question about uh, Miguel uh, Cabrera, man. How's it? How is it? His last year, you know, has he done anything in the clubhouse? Is there you guys working to do something for him? Because you know he's only got a month left. So how has it been playing with him, knowing it's his last year? It's been so cool to see. It's so cool to see the respect and the the love that he gets from 
other players, um, other teams that like he's played against his whole career. Like when we went back to Miami, like where he started his career, that was one of the most special weekends of the year. And, and he is great. And I love watching like him go about his business even now. Um, it's, it's pretty special to watch and he will like, he'll take us <laughs> under his wing a little bit and he'll, he'll give us advice. And sometimes the advice is just like, dude, just get some hits the other way. And I'm like, man, if it was that easy, like I'm, I'm trying, but I love, uh, I love when he, he'll just give us any kind of wisdom, but even just watching him, like watching him go about his business, even in his last year, like doing it for so long, it's, it's pretty special. You got a bunch of young guys on the team. You're still one of the young guys. Who gets mm-hmm. on the mic? Who gets on the mic and calls dudes out? Is that Miggy? Uh, no, he doesn't actually. I'm trying to think. It's it's actually Jake Rogers, our catcher. So he's usually uh, yeah that guy for us. Miggy will do a good amount of it too. But does Miggy have any good lines? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know, any go-to phrases or has he told any funny stories? I mean, he played with a bunch of dudes. I mean, I think he's, mm-hmm. he probably started playing when you were, like, a few years old. <laughs> yeah, I think I was probably, like, six maybe when he made his Major League debut and won the World Series. <laughs> but um, some of his, his – uh, my favorite stuff that he says is just the fact that hitting seems so easy for him. And like the the way he talks about hitting, where some of his advice is like, uh, I'll ask him how he was how he did it, like how he hit so well for so long, and and what he was like his his triple crown year, and he's like, I was just looking for the fastball, and I was like, oh man, well you hit fastballs, changeups, sliders, curveball, everything. So um, like sometimes his advice is uh, is pretty pretty special, like like to him. Uh, I'm like, man. Like it must have been pretty nice to be to to be like that throughout your whole career in the best league in the world. Well, Kratz, isn't that just bad advice? Like if we're calling it on on our show, uh, one in a billion advice because what he does and what's working for him ain't gonna work for most people, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's the funny part. I'm sure Carrie's mm-hmm. like, you did you did what? Because there's some yeah. dudes who are like. Yeah, man, you know, you just see that pitch in. When it's in, you just go, bam, and you just hit it. Yep. You just yep. hit it like that, and you're like, that's not that's, that's not applicable for me. I was like, yeah, I've tried to do that sometimes, but, man, it's, it's not as easy as you just made it sound. And you're having a great year. You're like, and so you're one of the elite ones. Hey, I'm going to take you to the Acuna thing. What happens if a fan comes on the field exactly like Acuna – what are you doing? I don't. I don't know. I've I've heard advice because I've never been in that situation. I've heard advice to like get away, um, to like not put your hands on them, because uh, who knows what they're trying to do or like if they're trying to like, I don't know, make make you push them down and then they sue you for assault or something crazy. So I don't know. I think I would try to avoid it as, uh, as much as I could. I haven't even, I've actually not seen that video, but I heard that, uh, what happened and I'm like, I don't really know exactly what to do. What happens if, what happens if one of your teammates gets attacked? Are you coming over to save Riley green? Or are you like, Riley, I think I'm going to stay back here. No, I think at that point we're all going after him. Even if it's Parker Meadows? Even if it's Parker Meadows. Okay, fair. <laughs> hey, Carrie, you could outrun anybody, though. 
Hey, you're from Eustis, dude. You guys, you ain't letting no dude. You're you you're fighting in Eustis. Now come on, That's Eustis what I'm Florida. That's I what mean, I'm saying. It's in our blood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I mean, people don't know. We talked with Singer about this. I'm like, dude, you're from like Redneck, Florida, dude. That's not oh, like you. I mean, he was talking about his big truck, and I told Scott, I go, Scott, dude, that's like, I don't know what it would be in Jersey for you guys, but I mean, it's like kind of the outskirts, you know, where the good old boys are. And and Brady, I, I I'm like from Eustis, the town. Brady is from like the woods of our town. He's from the wow. outskirts of Eustis, so he's even more of a country boy. The woods of the woods. The woods of the woods, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's good to know. That's good intel. Yeah, we're going to be with him. If dude runs up to him, he's, he's going, he's dropping gloves and like. Yeah, oh, straight up. I'm from the woods of Eustis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, uh-huh. Carrie, I got a couple more for you, dude. So first off, um, Parker Meadows just came up. Had a big ass week. Um, his brother's in the org too, which I know he's going through it right now. But mm-hmm. for Parker, um, how cool was it to see what he did? And also, I heard him on an interview the other day. He said he had never had a walk off. I'm like, is that common? And I'll ask our guys too. Like, he said, oh, maybe like in like little league, maybe. But he was like, nah, never. You know, in, in the minors and high school, whatever else. Like, have, have you had walk offs throughout your life? I can I can think of one in Little League, but I don't think I had one in high school or in the minors or in college. So I think wow. I think I have had one prior to this year. Yeah. Well, Rowdy said he hadn't had one either yesterday. Yeah, Rowdy. Rowdy no, I don't know. Came on rehab well, because you see so many walk-offs in the bigs. Or, and, and obviously there's plenty of minor league games with walk-offs. You just figure if you're you know, a star player – or a big time player that gets to the bigs, you've played enough baseball that you've been in that situation. But maybe, maybe it's less because you're the star like in high school. Yeah. They're not pitching That's you. That's what I was gonna say. No, you know, if you're big time like Carrie yeah. and Todd, they they put you on, they don't give you a chance. Right. <laughs> you too. <laughs> you're you're a big guy. time, man. Not just me and Carrie. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. Do they walk you? No, do they pitch they, they pitch to you? Of course. No, they're pitching a Kratzy. <laughs> they're pitching a Kratzy for sure. Kratzy, they're, walking you got a lot of they're walking two guys to get to me. <laughs> Did you have a lot of walk-offs, Kratzy? No. No? <laughs> I had like one in I had like one in high school. I had one in the minor leagues. And I had one in the big leagues. And the one in the big leagues was a fielder's choice. It wasn't even a real walk-off. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. a walk-off. Yeah. yeah. It, was in the, that... it was in the 18th inning, too. So, mm. neat. That's sick. All good. Yeah, you you earned that, baby. Carrie, have you seen the Virginia Tech stuff? You went to Virginia Tech for one year. Have you seen the Virginia Tech stuff lately with the sledgehammer and they they got like the fence they pick up and move? And I mean, are you are you down with all that stuff at Virginia Tech these days? I haven't seen the fence thing, but I have seen the sledgehammer, and a, apparently they took the sledgehammer away from the team. Like they're not allowed to anymore. So I don't know what the inside scoop is, but. I kind of like it. It kind of fired me up uh, a couple years after I was there. They had a really good year, and they were hitting bombs. And it, I kind of liked it. Yeah, because, no, the NCAA said no props on the field. So no. they put, like, a fake fence. And they they take this fence, and they move it, and the guy grabs the sledgehammer, and then they put the fence back. So they're in the dugout, technically. And then they boom. Everyone goes, that's oh, that's creative. I like that's that. Awesome. I like the rebellious shit. That's good. Yeah, yeah, just to stick it to them. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Carrie, awesome catching up with you, dude. Keep crushing it and uh, have a strong finish to your season, and we'll try and get you in the offseason, all right? I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on.